1: Now, here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper, and a huge welcome to the Business Elevation Show on Voice America. And back with you again for what is actually now the 373rd unique episode of the show. I can't quite believe that we've been going so long since, uh, wow, well, since uh, 2011, September 2011. Now, so it's, I, I love um, this opportunity to have a uh, a conversation with a, a wonderful guest, and and hopefully through these conversations, talk to you as well. Um, I know we're not uh, we're not together in a room, and we're not talking directly, but I hope that's you know some things that we say really resonate with you. One of the little uh, messages that on, from someone I interviewed a few weeks ago on a, on a webinar, uh, I'm doing something called uh, Look Forward Thursdays now, um, which is a live webinar um, for an hour. You can, uh, If you want more details, you can drop me an email, chris at chriscooper.co.uk. And uh, what he said, a gentleman called Michael Ramelling said that uh, yesterday is history, uh, tomorrow's a mystery, and today is a gift. And whatever day you're listening to this on, I do believe that uh, there'll be value in this for you. you know, keep a pen and a bit of paper next to you. And uh, look for the gifts, look for the ideas that you can then go away and implement and be more effective and make a greater contribution to the world. You know, my work's about helping leaders and helping um, them to develop themselves, their people, and to um, create highly engaged workplaces. But outside of that, it's about helping anybody to realise their true potential, whether it's a business, whether it's an individual. And uh, I do this because I want to want to add value, and that partly comes down to the you know legacy that I want to lead. And last week, um, we I had a conversation with Gene Early on the show. Gene is one of the guys who launched um, NLP. If anybody's familiar with neurolinguistic programming across Europe, and he's a partner of Leaders Quest and we've been working together and creating a model about elevating leadership and we were talking about elevating leadership in crisis in a crisis and a new kind of world that we're in right now which is which is is different it's impacting us people personally in terms of their emotions are being kind of locked down and and the way the world is changing their businesses are changing uh, the models that they need to operate with are being impacted the world and the markets are being impacted and also they're considering and, and helping the, the, the overall cause uh, that we're all working towards. And within that, you know, communication skills is really important. We talked last week about knowing yourself and about understanding you know, your purpose, your values, and, and, and um, you know filling yourself with kind of fuel and energy and the importance of intense humility that's required in leaders today rather than, than arrogance and narcissism and uh, how uh, the different kind of techniques to utilize and um, the importance of developing wisdom and learning to be able to make true decisions and be able to uh, seek the truth and do what, what is really right out there and not what is just going to maximize your money and then being very dissatisfied and following to an action, so if you've not heard that interview, do go into the archive, do check it out. It's uh, myself with Gene Early, and uh, feedback from it so far has been really wonderful. So I'd love to hear your opinion. You know, drop me a note at chris at chriscooper.co.uk. So to today's show, we've got a fantastic guest with you again today. We've got Joel Silverstone. And we're going to talk about virtual world communication skills. Joel is a a master when it comes to communication skills. He speaks all over the place um, to Fortune 500 companies, speaks to thousands of people um, every year about communication skills. And we thought we should have a conversation about, about doing this virtually because... Um, We're all now, or so many of us anyway, are doing business um, online where we're having conversations. We're now all talking about Zoom and people are Skyping and using Teams. And we're having to adopt the way that we do things because we can't physically be together with the the COVID situation. And I think a legacy of that situation will be that people will use this this sort of technology even more going forward. And perhaps people will work more from home. And I think the um, pandemic, it's led to a new sense of normal. You know they 've gone are the days of us being able to communicate face to face every day uh, you know with our loved ones and family and colleagues and and your work connections and we 're now embracing this virtual world like never before you know video calls at an all time high um, I just tried to get onto Skype a little earlier and it said it was uh, it was busy <laughs> um, but how can we learn to communicate using these tools in the most effective way so Joel silverstone as i mentioned he 's um, He's an expert in communication skills, been doing this for over 20 years with Fortune 500 companies. His background, he came from being um, an actor and started uh, sharing skills with all sorts of businesses, and they, and they really loved it. And he's known for really engaging, really interactive sessions where participants you know, um, learn to build their communication impact with influencing skills and mindset and learn about acting techniques and the use of emotional intelligence strategies. So we'll, we'll delve into some of that in a moment. Um, so a huge welcome to my guest today, Joel Silverstone. <laughs> Thank you
2: so much. Uh,
1: and uh, Chris,
2: happy 373rd. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. um, Thank you so much for the intro. I just want to say, your, um, you know, in that great introduction, it was so uh, reassuring. You know, if I was, you know, if I'm listening to this, your voice has such a a warmth in it, uh, and 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 yet, you know, a confidence. Like I grabbed a pen and paper. You said grab the pen and paper because we're gonna be taking notes, and it's like, oh, this will be a good session. Um, Lovely voice, lovely warmth, and lovely confidence in how you you teed this up. So, uh, congrats on
1: all that. Well, thank you. That uh, I appreciate that coming from you as well. I, I really take that with uh, with much gratitude, um, with you know, with a lot of gratitude. And I, 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 I think you know we're talking about communication skills, so that's uh, that that's great. That I that I got a little tick <laughs> for that.
2: Um, <laughs> you passed um, the first test,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is important. And I, and I don't know about you. I mean, I think with. I hope what comes across with this show I, I do this because I want to help genuinely want to help people and that's yeah. that's you know that's it we're kind of we're kind of giving however it is important communication isn't it with um, with what's you know what's going on it's important right now but it it makes a huge difference to our sex success and before before we get into all of that though let's tell us a little bit about where you live in, in the world and you know how's this this present situation been impacting you your family your business Yeah no thank you for asking
2: Uh well I'm in Toronto Canada uh and uh, we have finally hit a first note of uh, spring meaning that we've finally gone above 10 degrees Celsius uh here so uh, so that's uh so not only have we been um Quarantine, but we've also been uh looking at the weather and going this is just miserable so it, it's added a little bit to the gloom and doom um but uh you know that being said uh you know we're, we're st- everyone we're, we're trying to keep as active as possible and uh you know business-wise for sure business has completely changed um in one in some ways i've never been busier uh, and a lot of it, you know, is what you just said, is you, at the intro, which is being of service. And um, this has not really been the time to sell. This has really been the time to, how can, how can we be of service? Uh, you know, using our skills and and tools and abilities, and and help others along. Um, because we, we've all, everybody has shared within the business community and with the personal community that everybody needs needs a little bit of help to sort of figure this out, and so it's been it's been res, uh, a lot of reciprocity, and you know us helping and other people helping, and so uh, I think that's one positive that's come out of this. I guess is um, there's been some more empathy uh, worldwide. I don't know, Chris, how are you, how are you finding this?
1: Yeah, I, I would I would absolutely agree with you I think there has been more empathy I think there's been some silver linings in this I think there's uh, an opportunity to really learn and change your business models and do things differently was interesting I was mm-hmm. I was um, interviewing on a, a webinar last night and uh, somebody sort of put in the chat box you know do you, do you think it's uh, it's wrong to be taking advantage of the coronavirus and with uh, the services that you offer customers and I, I, and I sort of turn that on its head and say, actually, uh, if you're trying to take advantage of people, yes, but if you're doing, you're connecting with people, you're connecting with your customers, you're connecting with mm-hmm. others around you, but you're doing it because you truly, truly care about them, then, yeah. you know, I think that's the, that's the way to, the approach to do it. You need to, you need to care about people. And I've, I've got people in my network who've been ill with coronavirus. I've lost uh, Two of my closest friends have lost parents in the last week from coronavirus, mm-hmm. and uh, businesses are being turned on their heads. People are mm-hmm. having to furlough people, and are having to send, some, uh, make some people redundant. They're having to work from home, and I think it just requires Joel a, a lot of caring at the moment. And hopefully, yeah. if you if you care enough deeply about people, and hopefully on the other side they will remember you for it. That's my view. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and you know, and, and how we sort of tie this into communication skills is, uh, in a lot of ways, we become better communicators, because uh, we're, our empathy has gone at a deeper level, we're, we're all in it together. And that's, um, that sort of created a bit more trust as you speak to people, like, you don't feel like, I think a lot of people now have sort of dropped the facade, oh, I'm, I'm so important. Oh, I'm so busy. <laughs> now it's like, <laughs> Uh, we can have normal conversations so yeah I have been affected as you just sh- shared you've been affected personally and a little bit professionally and um, and we're we're more open there's more vulnerability now as we communicate
1: yeah I think that, that vulnerability is important isn't it and to you know it's no, not time to pretend to be superhuman right now I don't think I think it's a a time to to you know share a bit of that vulnerability with people because we're all going from it. We've got to keep our heads maybe when others are losing theirs I think uh, to yeah. be able to help them, help them through um, but we can't underestimate certain, um, unless we talk to people fully understand what it's like for them right now.
2: Right, right, absolutely.
1: Um, I, was, I was reading in the UK and some stats last night that about 48% of people are, um, are kind of, you know they're feeling a bit constrained by this and they're feeling a bit unsettled by it but they're kind of managing and then there was the another sort of forty percent or thirty percent who were, were generally really, really struggling with this, and I think it was nine percent who were really, really struggling with this from a kind of mental health kind of perspective. And um, and I think we've just by talking to people, we've we've got to sort of judge where they are and kind of help them through it. Um,
2: yeah 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 I think uh, again uh, from, a, from a communication standpoint I, I think um this might put me out of business because I think we I think we're becoming better listeners because again the same thing we're we're realizing that uh, that people are struggling and people are more open to to share uh their struggles. so we are becoming better listeners
1: yeah yeah and I wonder um uh, mm-hmm. I, I was I was um, talking with a with some interesting company yesterday and we were saying actually that you know, this is a great opportunity isn't it to see our business model in a, from a different um, kind of perspective and and actually it might be you know for some of us it will be the shakeover that we needed really uh, to just reconnect mm-hmm. again with what's important and realign with what's needed and maybe out the other side we might find that uh, we're you know we're still we're still needed and I think we've got to, all companies have probably got to look at that carefully to make sure that out, out of
2: the other side, they're still very relevant. Yeah, yeah, it's been a it's been a good period of, of reflection in in um, how you make people feel, um, how you use your messaging, um, and how you want to. And it says, we you know, every time you say virtual world, it sounds so science fiction y. Uh, but that's that's kind of where we're going next is how do you want to reinvent uh, or maybe make some small changes to be relevant in this sort of new world that's coming up?
1: Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant. Well, We're going to talk about that after, after, the, after the break. Um, but before, mm-hmm. before that, I've got about three minutes till commercial break. I'm surprised it's gone so quickly today. I've been talking a lot, obviously. Um, could. Um, you tell us a little bit. You, you were an actor, and I just am yeah. interested to, you know, what mm-hmm. um, did you learn from being an actor around communication? That's uh, that's helping clients, and then we'll we'll get on a little bit to how some of that helps in the virtual world. But just t- just tell us a little bit about your career.
2: And what yeah, you, yeah. You know, what you learned. Well, you know, it, you know as you said you know you've been doing this for um uh, since two thousand and eleven and uh so I look back on my my six and a half minute claim to fame was was twenty four years ago uh on the x files that was my my six and a half minute claim to fame, and that of course right. took you know year, years to get to that six and a half minutes <laughs> <laughs> um and then like, like all actors, um, yeah, the inconsistency. So I was struggling to to pay the rent. So I started teaching acting uh, and and improvisation. I also had a background in improvisation. And a lot of business people would take uh, a lot of things out of the acting classes, which I never really put two and two together. And I realized, yes, there's so many things that we do in acting that are can so easily translate into the world of, of business, especially communication. And especially which is the goal of communication is that um, we have to make small changes in how we communicate so that uh, the message is being received and, and also that we are receiving the message. And that's basically what acting is. How are you sending that message and how are you receiving the message from the other actor that's in front of you? Um, so, some of the rules of improv, which is that yes and, which is always keep moving that scene forward. And uh, another one which I really like, which is, you know, so relevant now, which is always make the other person look good. Um, yeah. So, those are some of the things that came out of improvisation. And uh, what came out of the acting, I, I did on-camera acting is what I taught. And, um and we'll talk about it, maybe a bit more about it after the break, because um, it's it's called the A and B scene, the the cold read, and it's about really reacting in the moment. So, so Chris, maybe we'll, we'll talk a bit, of, go into a little bit more detail about that after the break, and that will lead us into um, into talking about uh, communication skills in the virtual world.
1: Sounds a good good um, a good uh, way, Joel. I can tell you probably got your own podcast or something, by the way you. Uh- <laughs> You beautifully managed to end that for us. I appreciate that. We'll find out a bit more about that as well later on. So we'll be back again in just a couple of minutes.
2: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops, and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. We hear it and read about it every day in the news You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper.
1: Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Joel Silverstone. We're talking about virtual world communication skills and and, Joel, just before the break, you were telling us um, a little bit about your acting career, and you mentioned uh, the A and B. Do you want to just tell us a bit more of that, so as people's minds might have been sparked by what is what is that?
2: Yeah, and, you know, because it, it is about on-camera acting, and um, and so this is kind of the tie-in into the virtual world, because all of a sudden we've all become on-camera actors, <laughs> right? We're all... Yeah. Uh, we're, We've all got cameras now in front of us, um, and and there is that same uh, feeling that when you are acting in front of the camera, which is the camera captures all, right? It captures all of our reactions, uh, it captures all of our thoughts, uh, it captures the silences, and um, and so that's so this is what brings us to the A and B, which was an exercise. Um, well, let me backtrack, actually. You know. One of the reasons reality TV is so successful, uh, why people love reality TV, is that the camera is often on the person that's not talking because they love to see the reaction. And that's how they edit it. That's why it's so successful. They edit it so that we always see the person's reaction. The person's talking, uh, is about to give the rose or drop the bombshell, and the camera's on the other person, and we watch their thought process going on. And that's what this A and B scene is, is that we'll we'll give uh, two actors... Uh, One person actor will be A, so Chris, let's say you were the uh, uh, A actor and I was the B actor, you would deliver the first line, uh, and while you're delivering that first line, I'm not allowed to look at my lines. I have to be present, listen to what you're saying, and react before I'm allowed to look at my next line and then I get to look at my next line say it with an intention and the same thing for you you have to just sit there and and listen to that before you get to know your next line and so that kind of ties into our our on-camera acting which is uh, in this virtual world is the camera is on us and that's why uh, when we are participating, or even if we're leading a virtual communication, uh, it is so important to understand that uh, the camera is capturing all these moments. Uh, and so we the one challenge is in now in virtual is that we do. We have to be even more present uh, because uh, if we start drifting off or we start reading our emails, or we're multitasking, and the camera's on us when we're doing a Zoom or WebEx or whatever uh, model we're using then uh it's captured that. So the positive from that is that it's not forcing all of us to really have to be great listeners. We really have to be present.
1: Yeah, that's a re- that's a really really good point and I, I think it also you know it comes it's important therefore too to sort of set up your environment so that people are what they're looking at uh, looks okay, but also to, sort of, I guess, minimise disruptions. And I've met quite a lot of children this week on on, on Zoom, been <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> with, with clients, and uh, I even was with um I was with clients for about three hours this morning on working something through something we we're doing into a plan. And uh, my printer started going, and I thought, well, how has <laughs> that happened? And right. I pulled off these two bits of paper, and they were basically on on biology. So my <laughs> eldest son had uh, basically sent some things to the printer to doing his doing his homework, and right. so I had to apologise. We all we had a laugh because I showed them I showed them what was on these bits of paper, and then I I opened the door, and a boy in his underpants um, greeted me for his oh. his paper. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> all these things can happen. I think sometimes it's fun, but sometimes I, I've noticed this week we've. We, we, you know people who've maybe been slouching in the chairs and you know yeah. they they're sending a message out to other people on the call that uh, about you i think it impacts your brand doesn't it? it the perception of you yeah, yeah absolutely um you know, so the, the the trade-off of all this
2: is that the novelty is kind of worn off of doing virtual, uh, so we kind of have to go to like virtual 2.0 now, in the sense at the beginning it was a novelty, um, and now we've kind of gotten, uh, it's, it's been too much, it, it's a lot, we're not used to having to be so present, uh, that takes an enormous amount of energy. Uh, and then the positive, as you just gave these, those examples, those wonderful examples, is the positive is we kind of have permission to be a little bit more ourselves. Uh, we have hmm. permission that, uh, yeah, your son shows up in his underpants to pick up his biology paper. <laughs> um, we, we have we have that permission. Uh, and then I'll go back again to the the challenge of all this, and is um, is the technology anxiety, um, and the like. You know, you and I were getting on this call, and. Uh, you were having there were some some you know some broadband issues, and we start panicking because technology is something we feel like we it, it controls us we have no control over it, so there's uh, already an enormous amount of anxiety that happens so the same thing with the a and b scene um you don't know where the scene is going, and all of a sudden someone might say, you know i'm your father or or <laughs> I murder that you know or something like that something sho- shocking and devastating so to be prepared for that, and the same thing for the virtual world is you can't just go on to a call because you are being asked to be really, really present. And as you said, people are slouching. So to bring out your best, your personal brand, whether you're leading that session or you're participating in that session, you, you're being judged one way or another. You are being judged. You're being assessed. You're being evaluated. You have to show up at your best. And the only way you're to show up at your best is if you have a, a sort of what I call be prepared for that spotlight moment. Um, there has to be a, a you have to give yourself a, a warm up, whether that be a breathing exercise before, uh, whether that be going for an, uh, a jog or some sort of a walk or getting some fresh air, uh, some exercise uh, before you get on that call. Um, that you're well fed, that you're well hydrated, uh, that you do you know c- quick breathing exercises, just like you know in and, out, in and out, in and out, quick breathing, just to get your breathing under control, because if not then the anxiety of technology and the anxiety of being so fully present as to what could happen, like the the, the, the child starts screaming, the, the dog starts walking in, it's gonna affect your, your voice, your tone of voice, your pitch, your body language, and your choice of words. Um, and and then we see you trying to be trying to act like that's your acting starts to go off because you are uh, you're forced to sort of be uncomfortable and it shows.
1: I, I, yeah, I think there's some ma- brilliant points in there. Re- really helpful. I, I think one one of the things that came to my mind around that being being prepared is I've noticed people, you know, come on to some people, not not everybody. A lot mm-hmm. of people come in early, but I think with this technology piece, it's well worth being prepared by getting in early. We, you and I connected or tried to connect twenty minutes before we were due to have this conversation. So, you know, my plan A with regards to broadband. <laughs> had failed um plan b which i thought would be reliable and and, and has been with a 4g box that um, proved to be wobbly so we had to go to plan c which was phone line and we, well, yeah. we sort of spent kind of smoothly with the help of voice america connect- connected but if we would tried to do that with with two minutes to spare as some people did and literally skidded into the office we'd have been 20 minutes late to start
2: that's, that's absolutely true. You know, getting, getting really comfortable with the technology before for most of us, and even though I like to think oh, I'm pretty good with it, it it's, there's still a, a panic, uh, literally you know, a sweat that starts to form. That doesn't happen if you're doing a face-to-face, if you're walking into uh, a physical meeting or a physical training session, or if you and I were having this, uh, this interview uh, live and I was walking into your, your office. Uh, but the technology definitely puts the fear into it. But either way, whether we are doing it virtually or we're doing it um, in, in person, uh, you know, again, taking from the world of acting, it is so important, even in the world of sports, uh, nobody walks into that spotlight moment uh, without doing some kind of of a warm-up. and even and, and also being clear on your intentions. What is it you want to to do you know you you started the show and saying that the reason you do the show is to be of service as an example so as you're guiding probably i'm going to guess and i'll check in with you chris uh, as you're guiding this show your your mindset must be about how can i keep this show focused on being of service to the listeners that's your intention your objective might be get more listeners objective might be maybe get some more clients out of this that's your maybe you, you know get get numbers that might be your overall objective but if you're just focused on numbers then, then the show would have no
1: value to people, probably, right? Yeah, and 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 to be honest, I well, you know one of the motivations for me is I, I care that um, you know I help you to uh, come across really well on this show and and give you know give of your best, and if I if I help you to do a great job, and at the same time help the listeners. Um, you know, to be honest, I've been doing this for so long now, I don't really worry about numbers. I just, um, even though we're doing extremely well, but I don't worry about that at all. Uh, it's all about being of service and, and, in the moment, just doing the best that we can to help people, uh, I think is, uh, is, is kind of key. And I, do, I do really, um, you know, I think some people find it quite surprising when I, when I talk about this this idea of kind of warming up. And warming mm-hmm. up every day for the day ahead uh, and they 're quite surprised when I explain that I do, and I know I have a far better day when I do so this morning I did you know a meditation for thirty five minutes you know i've had a mm. I've, I've, I've had a walk, and that meditation I know if i as I meditate that I am much more grounded and, and and i'm in the moment, and i'm able to plan with more focus when i don't do it I, I'm less so, and I know if I have a little walk before I do these i'm more energized when I come in, and I can be of so, so there, is a, there is. I completely agree with you. There's a piece of preparation that we all need to do. So we should all be turning yeah. up our virtual communications in, in a really good, positive state. Um, and uh, they are a showcase, aren't they? To get to get noticed in a company, if you've got you know a company and you're sitting there with a dozen other colleagues, and yeah. um, you, you know those who are wide awake and bushy, bushy brown yeah. and contributing are the ones that are getting noticed.
2: Well, that's that's virtual. I think that's virtual 2.0 because at the beginning, everybody had that adrenaline. Oh, this is kind of fun. And they're playing with different backgrounds. <laughs> uh, and-, and and everybody was we could excuse the glitches or we could, we could have fun that we were showing up in our pajamas. Um, but now we we're kind of turning that curve that, oh, well, hang on, this this might be our new normal now. Um, you know, we're seeing that this is. Uh, this still will never replace face-to-face, but this is becoming, people are getting more used to it now. This can definitely be a way for people to um, to communicate now with each other. So showing up with your with your best now is is the challenge you have to give yourself. And I love that you, you know, you stressed how important for you, um, you know that if you're not warmed up, um, you know you were going to do a show today. And if you knew you weren't warmed up for that show, uh, it would have a, have an effect on you. So even, even it's, it's, It kind of becomes a story you tell yourself uh, in a positive way, which is, uh, I'm going to give myself a chance to be successful today. Which is, I'm going to meditate. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to give myself that chance to be successful.
1: Yeah. So you you talk about you've got this model called Move that I know your your clients love. um, Yeah. Which uh, do you want to just tell us what Move stands for, and maybe we can just have a you know little chat around some of those key points because I think they're very relevant for this.
2: Yeah, well, you know, uh, the idea for a move came from um, again from the acting world, which is uh, an actor's intention, uh, and act, you know, an actor knows the script, so they know they kind of know where the where the the whole show is going, um, but in those small moments, uh, an actor's job is to move that other actor it's their intention that those small moments if they don't move that other actor in the scene if they don't have an effect on that other actor in the way that they they deliver and the way that they listen then then the whole scene falls flat and then there's an audience watching and they don't trust that actor you know when we watch something and we go oh i that didn't seem believable it's because the actor was not really moving that other actor, and then it created this cascade. So I took that into the world of business, which is we want to be able to move uh, that other person in business. We want to, as a leader, we want to move our employees to to be more motivated, to be inspired. Uh, if we're in sales, we want to move that that person to feel that there's there's a service, that there's value here. Uh, we want to move that person. It's not objective oriented; it's purpose oriented. So the move starts with with mindset, which is exactly what we're talking about. How do you prepare? How do you warm up? How do you have a clear purpose or intention for what you want to get accomplished? And then the O is for open. And it's two parts. How do you open? Because how you start is so important. It sets the the precedent. And people judge us within that Five to seven seconds. Do I like this person? Do I respect this person? So how you open is really important to be clear on how you want to open that, that conversation, that meeting, whatever it is that you're doing. And then the other part of open is to be open, to ask questions that are genuinely curious. And we could talk about what, what those some examples of those are. Um, and and listening and listening for understanding. What I like to say is, listen for accuracy, not assumptions. Listen for accuracy, not assumptions. And then the V is for verify. It's also for validating, which is to to summarize, to clarify. You know, make sure that you got it right, and um, and, and and also to to validate the person. Uh, their motivators. What what are their needs? Do they need recognition? Do they need growth? Do they need understanding? And then the finally part, the E, is about is about engagement. Is about now it's it's time to go, make that transfer towards that that ask those those next steps because you've earned a certain level of a level of trust by having a clear purpose. What we're going to do? You were ready. Your breathing was under control. You had a strong opening. You asked great questions. You listened for accuracy and not assumptions. You verified to make sure that you know you're, you're checking your own assumptions when you're doing that. You're validating the other person what their needs are. You've earned the right to now make that ask.
1: So yeah. that's <laughs> that's the move model in in three minutes. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm noticing we're not not commercial, but I'm just wondering have you have you come across the um, this is sort of an acronym lens no what's that so just just thinking before we, we get into those key sort of points well lens is about really about preparing yourself when you first get onto camera onto the okay. so you're maybe you're sitting on zoom or skype so the the n n starts for love the camera so you have to basically look, ensure that you're looking face on at the, at the the lens of the camera on your computer because you'll you often see people looking at the ground looking to the left to the right so just right. focusing on the, on that camera and, and look into it so people are seeing you looking at them with your, your eyes the second one is um, stands for eyes and teeth so that's kind of smile because people um, if you, if you to connect with people you have to smile that bit more um, right. rather than if you are in, in a room with them um, to, to generate kind of engagement and the N stands for noise so making sure you've got all the, the sound and noise off in the background and then Est is about space, really. It's about where you position yourself with a camera. So if you, you put two mm-hmm. vertical lines down the uh, imaginary lines, you split your computer screen into three, just making sure you're positioned in the center of one of those three spaces, really, if that makes sense, um, with everything around you. So that, I think, I don't know what your thoughts are, can give you quite a good you know, a help when it comes to presenting yourself and preparing yourself for the conversation.
2: Well, you know, I, I love the uh, the smile part because that is, um, again, the, the fact that we all have become on-camera actors and we're all being present. So it means what I like to say is we have to have more oomph. We have to have more oomph in our voice, our vo- uh, especially if there is no camera uh, and we are off-camera, then how yeah. we say things... Could, doesn't, may not go with the, our tone of voice. So we have to put more oomph in it. We have to signal it a little bit more because especially if we're just listening, you might not see the hand gestures or facial expression. So if you say, you know, uh, um, I'm really looking forward to this in that tone of voice, no one's going to believe it. So you have to do put a little oomph into it to signal it to other people that you, you mean it. I'm really looking forward to it. You, do ha- you have to for- push a little bit uh, on certain things. So I like that, yeah. that smile part.
1: Yes so that, that that yeah change the intonation in your voice a bit and give a bit more a bit more energy more more light and shade Yeah yeah more light and shade I like that It's <laughs> yeah. great Well well we're going to commercial break now after the break let's talk about those uh, those kind of move and the the key elements of of mindset and open and validate and engage. Um, We'll be back with you again in just a couple of minutes. Let's let's really get to understand those so that you can then take those away and really effectively use those uh, moving forward for all of your virtual communications and face-to-face. We'll be back again with you in just a couple of minutes.
0: From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper.
1: Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Joel Silverstone. We're talking about virtual world communication skills. Joel mentioned move before the break, uh, mindset, uh, open, uh, validate, verify, and engage. And move seems very appropriate for you as a competitive obstacle course <laughs> racer as well, Joel. Uh, tell us a little bit about Mindset. Uh yes uh, well, <laughs> uh <laughs> you know that yes
2: i uh that so true uh mindset is is so important and uh um it's funny because it's one of those things that's uh, I think mindset, as you know, it's, it's just an ongoing process, right? It's it's our, our hunger to want to learn, it's our hunger to want to be better, um, and we're all at different places in our lives as to as to where we're doing with that. Um, so when it comes to mindset, and uh, let's look at it from from a virtual session, and, and I'll say, um, let's talk about that. You are leading this virtual session, and and I'll say not just leading it, but maybe you're it's a meeting, maybe it's a presentation. Um, The the most important thing is, um, again, asking yourself, uh, what do I want to see accomplished? So if it's a one-on-one session that you're having, it's maybe my my mindset might be not – because it could be coaching. You have to coach someone virtually, as an example, as a leader. Maybe my mindset might be, um, look, uh, I don't want to change this person right here, right now. But maybe my mindset might be about just earning trust in this Zoom session because this could be a little bit uncomfortable virtually. Uh, we're not uh, we're not going to go to a coffee shop. Um, the, the pressure has built up that someone's going to turn on, and I can understand technology. They're going to be a little apprehensive. Maybe they're also worried that their their child is going to walk in. Um, so so my mindset might be about about creating trust at the beginning and see where that goes. Um, also, that mindset is how am I going to be ready before I jump into this session? So you know, we talked about the obstacle course racing. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot leading up to to getting ready to 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 go do that obstacle course race, and um, the mindset that I use for that, and the mindset I would suggest that people use in leading a session is um, look at your future self and say, well, what's future self going to say about how you handled? that that race or how you handled that virtual session um and so for me you know it's, it's future i'm always i'm always com- i'm always competing uh for a for future joel because future joel he, he's a he's he's tough on me and and i don't want to disappoint him so it's always about um that future person going hey you you did that you really were uh respectful you really made that person feel comfortable uh you really got them engaged you know, what do you want future self to be saying to yourself?
1: Like it, like it. So, to, to, uh, yeah, it's it, it, sometimes I've been in situations where I've not maybe clarified enough in my own mind that uh, intention that I wanted from that meeting, and then I've been a bit frustrated with myself thinking, in the future thinking, why did I do that? Why didn't I think it through? So, set I guess, setting yourself some kind of realistic out- outcomes in terms of how you're going to be and what the outcome might be could be yeah. helpful. I used to spend a lot of time going out with salespeople and it used to frustrate me, uh, quite a lot of years ago when, when I say, you know, what is, what's your outcomes from this? Oh yeah, I'm going to, um, generate another 15,000 pounds of income or whatever. And I'm thinking, well, you've never even met these people before, you know, yeah. <laughs> you've got to build, build a relationship and, and trust with them, you know, um, they just didn't quite, uh, you know, future think it. So often I've been in that conversation with people. Uh, and uh, sometimes they, if they, they would limit themselves in terms of what the opportunities was as well uh, in, those, in those sort of calls. So let's talk, we've got mindset there. So we, we think about yeah. from our future self, we think it set ourselves some realistic kind of outcomes. How do we then open the conversation?
2: Well, if we, again, if we're leading a virtual session, whether we're facilitating or presenting, um, it's so important um, that you say, you know, like, like your example of the lens, you set some expectations just from a technology standpoint, and maybe you even do this even before the session started, which is we will be on camera, we won't be on camera, please have your microphones on mute. Um, I will be asking questions, so be prepared to uh, to answer questions. You know, giving some people uh, some some uh, material before so the expectations are there as to what, what you are expecting of them because nobody wants to be caught off guard that all of a sudden they are on camera. Uh, this was not the day for them to be on camera um, or or whatever it be or they had to be engaged. The other part of, of how you open is because we are being judged within the first five to seven seconds, You know how you want to start the session going back to that mindset. What was your intention for today? Um, So, how you want to open that session so that people feel uh, prepared as to what is the expectation, uh, what can they uh, receive from this? And, second piece of that, which is so important, is you got to get people engaged from the get go, from as early as possible, whether that be um, asking a question. you know, putting something in the chat box, uh, whatever that, that might be. If you don't get them engaged early enough, then people start disengaging and disengaging in the worst part, which is not just checking their, their social media pages. They start disengaging by they start telling themselves stories about, about you as the presenter or leading the meeting. They start saying, oh, I knew this wasn't going to be worth my time. Oh, they're just, they're just talking blah, 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 blah. They don't care about me. So they start telling themselves stories. But if you get someone engaged from the get-go, um, then they start to take ownership and they start to be more involved and they start taking responsibility that this virtual session is, that they're, they're a part of this. And this is the positive of a virtual session is that, um, you don't have to have hands up. Hands up could be virtual. Someone just has to type in a thing in the chat box, uh, A, B, or C as an option, right? You say, uh, "Here's three things I'm thinking of. Uh, which which one would you want to see? A, B, or C? Type it in, right? As simple as that. And people are are involved, so they, they don't even have to be even as as committed as if they were face to face. That's one positive. Um, and I'll just say one more thing, which is, um, you know, if you if you can ask a, a if you know the group and if you can ask a really good question of of the people um, to get people really m- more involved and meet more engaged you know maybe something like this has been a really challenging time for for everyone um, what are some, some ways that you're dealing with it? And people are probably not going to write that in, but you can maybe give them some options, you know, A, B, or C. You know, A, you are do, you're exercising more. B, you're cooking more. C, you're just, you're, you know, you're eating uh, Oreos and, and watching Netflix all the time. So uh, gi- look, giving some like people... That. Go ahead, yeah,
1: sorry. I was going to say, I like, the, I like the, the point you made earlier on in, this, in today, which was always make the other person look good as well. Yes. To make them, you know, by... by Building that engagement with them, but also making them kind of look and feel good as, as part of that process. That's going to add to their feeling of comfort, I would suspect.
2: Absolutely, absolutely,
1: yes. So I stopped you on a roll.
2: <laughs> no, no, that's good. You know what? Let's we'll go on to the the V, the verify, yeah. the validate. Look about verify, um, yes. Yeah. Um, so you know if you've asked if you've been asking questions um, and and things are moving along virtually it, it's important to keep ch- checking in um, it, it's so easy especially if you're doing a virtual session and you're there is no cameras and you don't see people it's it's so easy to fall in love with your voice. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And the worst part is it's the opposite probably for a lot of people. They're not in love with their voice. They're, they're panicking, so they're filling in the silences because people can't – you can't see body language. You can't see that people are – you're losing them, so you're, you're filling in the silence. Um, so that's why it's so important virtually to keep checking in um, and, and keep checking with, with like a question or even better, summarize what's been said so far because maybe people, to be fair, have been distracted if you've been talking. So summarize. So these are the three things that I just talked about, A, B, and C. Um, and this is what we want to put into play. Uh, and then ask a question so so that you're not putting anyone on the spot. Um, and then a, a good tip I got from someone else, too, about validating is um, if there's a few people on the call, uh, and this is whether you're a participant or a leader, is take a piece of pen and paper and, and sort of make a visual for you as to who's in the room, so to speak. Write down the names and put them around a table so that you can interact more easily with them and you're not trying to sort of remember who's there. And if you're leading it, it's also a good way to see maybe who hasn't spoken up in a while.
1: Yeah. I I found that very helpful this week. I was facilitating a conversation to a group of 12 people on Zoom and I I didn't know most of them and I didn't know their names but actually by having them sign into the the box with a, a name as they signed into the into the Zoom call then I got everybody's names perfectly there so I ne- never got a name wrong which was lovely and had mm-hmm. a relief um so it,
2: it's it, true it, another positive of doing this virtually is leading it is that um it's like everyone's got name tags uh, that you can see all the time yeah. and you don't have to be obvious about it
1: yeah yeah so we've got so we've uh, we've kind of moved into um into the sort of validating, verifying, and and, and sort of summarising. What's the what's the engagement? The step four.
2: Yeah, the engagement is, is what I like to call you know test test the waters, and this is. Um so we talked about our our beginning, which is you know what is our intention and the engagement is 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 what now we get to the outcome of the session, which is I'm going to need people to start using the app to sell or um, or I, I'm going to need people to um, to start putting this policy into into play. This is where you you move to the ask or or the next steps and but not. That it's resolute, like your example about the sales. Like, uh, if I don't get that fifteen thousand dollar contract, it's all over. <laughs> fifteen thousand pound is all over. It's it's about testing the water and go. Here's what I'm thinking. We're going to do next. Uh, we're going to uh, start. use you know. We'll get you guys to start using the app to start selling uh, uh, virtually now. Um, and that being said, um, you know what I'd like to do is you know you might be you might be thinking there are a couple of concerns that you have. Uh, and, you know, what I think is concern A or concern B, concern C, and you can even give them a choice. So, again, you're not putting people on the spot. Which one for you do you see as, as maybe as, as concerning in using this app to sell as an example? So the engagement piece is you're asking for those next steps, but it's testing the water still. You're not resolute that this is going to happen.
1: Excellent. Excellent. I, I, I sort of final thing. I don't I, don't, I just little technique I tend to use these days at the end of a meeting is I just ask you know before as we we sort of wrap it up and just say you know just 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 um everybody sh- just share what you've what you've taken what you you know taken from the meeting today and it sometimes surprises me it's you know all the sort of positivity and the takeouts that that come out of there which were well beyond beyond my ability to have uh, imagined <laughs> sometimes it can be quite can be quite surprising just take that sort of sense check at the end and that's, that's brilliant, uh, Chris, because you know what?
2: is um, it's also, socially speaking, how a great way to get uh, buy-in, which is an advantage of doing this virtually, is that people uh, can read uh, positive comments. And so um, maybe, maybe you had a doubt. Someone in the, you know, maybe you're a participant, you had maybe a bit of a doubt, and all of a sudden you start seeing, oh, this was great, I really loved uh, the idea around uh, sale, the sales process or that lens process. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, uh, other people seem to find value in it. Uh, maybe, maybe I was, maybe I need to relook at it again. Maybe I wasn't, maybe I shouldn't
1: be so quite resolute that it's not for me. Absolutely. Joel, I'm very conscious that we're running out of time. Um, just sure. tell us very briefly, you know, how, how do you help your customers? What's your ideal customer?
2: <laughs> uh, my ideal customer is, a, is an organization uh, that is, you know, I'm often brought in because when, it, when we talk about communication skills, it actually means there needs to be a change in behavior. That the way people are listening and interacting, whether it be in coaching or in presenting or in sales or in service, um, there's, there's a gap. They've got the template in how to sell or how to coach, but it's how they do it, how they actually use that, how they communicate Uh, So that's when I'm brought in is, is getting people to make those small changes in how they listen and how they communicate the message uh, and how they move conversations forward.
1: Fantastic. And Joel, your, your email, uh, your website is um, uh, joelsilverstone.com.
2: That's correct. Yeah. Or connect with me on uh, LinkedIn. Um, I've also got a podcast called This Feels Right, so uh, give it a listen. It's, it is about how to influence others without manipulation.
1: Excellent. Well, this, this conversation today definitely felt right. I thought it was uh, a yeah, fabulous conversation. Very, very helpful, Joel. Really appreciate it. Um, I'd ask for your final thoughts but we've actually run out of time um, Sure. but I I'd love talking to you um, with, with myself please if you've got any questions or comments chris at chriscooper.co.uk link in with me Facebook with me always love to hear from you and um next week's show we've got nikki owen and nikki is uh, a friend of mine she um, she's amazing when it comes to that bit about getting yourself prepared i mentioned i meditated the morning i'm using using the tapes that nikki is, uh, has created which are amazing they're about kind of breathing and i'll, I'll let her explain it to you but uh, if you want to want to learn how to put yourself into that kind of state where you're ready for uh, the virtual world uh, next week is absolutely for you um, once again huge thank you to joel silverstone joel joseph silverstone.com check him out um, check um, his uh, podcast as well um, which is this feels right and uh, once again Joel thanks so much been an absolute pleasure
2: pleasure was all mine thank you so much for having me Chris this was a delight
1: you're welcome
0: we thank you for listening to the Chris Cooper business elevation show